Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hi, and welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm Don Stansfield, and I'm going to be hosting for Dr. Pat tonight, which is Talk Radio to Thrive By. And we have a fantastic guest with us tonight who is actually calling us all the way from the U.K., so we're very fortunate to have her on. And her name is Diana Cooper. She is the author of four books, which we're going to be getting into some of that uh, tonight and talking to her about the uniqueness and the and the the difference in all four of these wonderful books that she's done. Uh, but we're going to bring her on and talk a little bit about her because she's been on a journey for about 25 years. And uh, because of her eclecticness and the difference of her subject matters in these books, from unicorns to orbs to angels, we're going to get her talking a little bit about that. So, Diana, welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Hello. Thank you for being here tonight. <laughs> It's Dr. My Pat could not be with us. Dr. Pat could not be with us. So, so we're going to get you talking in a little bit. So you've been on your spiritual journey for about 25 years? I have indeed. It started when I was in total despair, rock bottom. I was getting divorced, and I couldn't see a future. And I had no spiritual or religious background. And yet, mm-hmm. at that moment of crisis, I threw myself into the chair and said, if there's anything out there, show me. And you've got <sighs> one hour. And, and you've got one hour? <laughs> I know. I was going out in an hour. And so well, you I know, I, I'm, a, in an hour. <laughs> I'm a firm believer in giving spirit time frame. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, a beautiful golden angel appeared in front of me, and I okay. closed my eyes, and it took me out of my body, and we had a journey for an hour together. And during that journey, told me many things, awakened me in all sorts of areas, but showed me a hall full of people covered in rainbow auras and told me that I was to be a teacher. And when I opened my eyes exactly one hour later, I knew that something very important had happened. And mm-hmm. I changed my life totally. And then they came back again 10 years later, and this time they asked me to tell people about angels. And then I wrote my first angel book, and I've written 17 books, of which four have come out suddenly this year. And uh, my first book about angels, and they told me then that angels were flocking to earth to help with this extraordinary time ahead. Okay, so let's talk about that, because I agree with you. I think that angels are coming to Earth to help. So did they did they tell you in what areas they're going to be helping us, Diana? The, the angels help with everything. Uh, mm-hmm. At first, there were mostly guardian angels. Of course, we all have a guardian angel, but they were waking people up to their presence and the fact that they could help them and that they were very close and, and loving them and holding their divine blueprint and whispering the highest possible outcome to people. 
They're arranging all the coincidences and synchronicities in our lives to make sure we meet the right people. And um, the angels are uh, well, just filling us with love and smoothing our path at all times. And then, of course, there are archangels and uh, higher, faster-frequency angels, too. Well, here's what I want to ask you, because you, you, you wrote a book on orbs, too. And our, can, you, can you tell our listeners a little bit, because I've talked to a couple of other people, and there seems to be a little bit of miscommunication as to are the orbs actually like an angelic being themselves? Are they working with the angels? What? Because I see a lot of pictures with a lot of orbs in them, Diana. There are masses of pictures. Let me tell you the story of how orbs came into being. Great. The, the angelic hierarchy has been saying for a long time that they would give us physical proof of their presence. And what they did was they worked with scientists, and of course the scientists didn't know this, but to make sure that when digital cameras were developed, the frequency was that to which the angels could bring their light levels down. And then they could impress themselves on the photographs. And so when you see an orb, what you're seeing is a member of the spiritual hierarchies, light body, the sixth dimensional light body, but it contains their vibration and it contains a message. So every orb you see is part of the angelic kingdom. And this goes from the elementals right up to unicorns and the great seraphim themselves. Okay, so let's talk about unicorns because you've written a book about unicorns and the orbs. And, uh, you know, I always thought unicorn was a mythological creature, horse, actually. (laughs) No, 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 no. The unicorns are here now en masse helping humans as well. However, the angels work with the heart energy. The unicorns work with the energy of the soul. Now, the unicorns are sense-dimensional beings from the spiritual hierarchy. They have a horn of light coming from their third eye, symbolizing total enlightenment. And they, they carry extraordinary qualities of love and peace and gentleness and mm-hmm. oh, mystery and caring and magic. But they seek those whose souls aspire to help others in the world. So if you've got a vision to help other people or you've got a vision that will help your community, the unicorns will see your light and then they will come and work with you. They connect people to their spirit. So when you think about a unicorn, it wakens an energy within you that aligns you to the spiritual realms. And they they work with uh, animals, they work with... um, Angels, elementals. Okay, so I have to ask you, Diana, have you, have you ever seen a unicorn? Yes, indeed. Um, I work a lot with knowing rather than seeing, but on the very first occasion, I was sitting in the garden with my laptop on the knee, writing away, and suddenly I was aware of this amazing presence that wasn't an angel. And I asked, and it was a unicorn, and it came 
giving me information and wanting me to enfold it into the book I was writing at that time, which was a few years ago, which I then did. And then Mother Mary came in about two years ago and said that the unicorns wanted me to write about them. And would I please do that as top priority? Okay, so, I have to tell you, I, I have received messages. I've received messages from Mother Mary. You, you wonderful. know. <laughs> oh, she, Mother Mary is most amazing. She is a universal angel. She's one yes. of the fastest frequency angels. And she carries such magnificent light. Um, I love to work with her. I had a new baby granddaughter last week, and oh, I was away when she was born. But when I came back, I went straight to see her. And as I held her in my arms, Mother Mary came in and enfolded us in her wonderful blue light. Hello? Hello? Uh, You're fading, but can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay. I, That's I can hear you okay. Thing. Can you hear me okay? Um, Mother Mary is absolutely wonderful. She's come in before now to help me in, with many, many things, especially pertaining to the family. I've, I found that she helped me when my son was in a tricky situation. I went to her and I said, Mother Mary, I'm talking to you now as a mother. I'm asking you to get my son out of this difficult situation. He was in Afghanistan. And next day, he was brought home. And I thought, wow. yeah, she can make anything happen. She it also helped me once with, with my other daughter, who, had, uh, who was very, very ill as a baby. And I was giving her healing. And Mother Mary came in and said, because she was so ill as a baby, she hasn't got all the blue energy in her aura that she needs. And that's Mother Mary's energy that surrounds babies when they're born. And so she then filled her aura with blue and helped her to heal the trauma of what happened to her in her babyhood. Wow. Yeah, she is a mighty, mighty angel. And um, I think it's, it's time more people were aware of her and, of course, of the unicorns because she works with the unicorns. In Atlantis, everybody had their unicorn with them. One of my books, mm -hmm. Discover Atlantis, is all about the golden era of Atlantis. And I talk about Mother Mary and the unicorns and her connection with them. And Diane. Um, she. Do you think that we're in a repeated time of Atlantis? What's happening now is we're moving towards 2012, obviously, and we then have a 20-year period, transition period, before the new Golden Age comes in. And then in 2032, we start to build in the energies of the new Atlantis. But this is the energy of golden Atlantis at a higher level than before. So it will be even more awesome than golden Atlantis was. 
But Atlantis was destroyed because it misused powers, was it not? Right. Atlantis was a divine experiment which lasted for 240 years. And it took years to build up and years afterwards. And what we're seeing now in 2012 is the end of a 260,000-year period which marks the era of Atlantis. It's also 21st um, of December 2012 is also the end of a 26,000-year astrological period. So it is a completely awesome opportunity. You know, the beings from all the other universes are watching with absolute awe and wonder at what's happening here. And the really? reason there is so huge a population on Earth is because so many billions of souls have asked to come here for this extraordinary opportunity. This is the greatest opportunity that has ever been for spiritual growth since the planet began. And, you know, we asked Spirit what would happen in 2012, and I was told that it it was projected that 11% of people would ascend. In other words, bring down the light of their monad or I am presence into their physical body. I don't mean disappear in a puff of light. And then Obama was elected, and when he was voted in, there was such a wave of excitement that went around the planet that the numbers went up to 14%. And then when he was inaugurated, again, this mass of hope as as people awakened, and it went up to 18%. So nearly a fifth of the population can raise their frequency in an extraordinary way in 2012. Now people are getting disappointed with Obama, so what's happening to the energy? Well, it's interesting. It remained the same. It's still 18%. It hasn't gone down. It hasn't gone down. I don't know. Either. Here in the United States, that might be a different story. <laughs> well, there's much happening at that cosmic moment in 2012. What is anticipated is that the Kundalini of the Earth will rise and 33 portals will open at that time. Throughout the world, there are a lot in China and Russia and everywhere. And this means that the energy will come up like a great fountain out of the earth and also make a massive difference, as well as all the source energy coming in at that time. You know, a cosmic moment is a moment of total silence in the universe. And in that moment, the portals of heaven open and extraordinary things can take place. But we have to be ready to accept that energy. Okay, so what would one do to prepare themselves, which I think a lot of people are in the midst. I, I find that, Diana, there's kind of a hurrying sensation with people because they're wanting to raise their, their level of that vibration right now. Yes. Well, they, I mean, even, they can call in the unicorns and they can call in the angels. And they can, they can ask call in. the unicorns and angels to work with them at night. They can start opening their 12 chakra system, 
We've been working on seven chakras since the fall of Atlantis, but now many people are bringing back their full 12 chakras so that all the energy of Atlantis can come through. And we can ask the unicorns to work with them at night and for the angels to sound the perfect tones over them while we sleep to bring them back into their fully awakened state. We can ask the angels to help us every day to live at a fifth dimensional frequency to see and hear and speak with a fifth dimensional way and that's Mm -hmm. with love, with compassion, with cooperation, working in a collaborative way with others. All of these things mark the difference between where we're going and where we've been in the past. Hmm. So, in your book, the one, the, the book that you're working on right now, Diana, because I know you've got like four books coming out, boom, 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 and you've written 17 now, books. Now, I've got 17 books that have already been written. Four came out this year. And I'm just finishing another one. So the one that you're finishing right now is on 2012, correct? It's on 2012 and beyond. So it talks okay, about... Okay, a lot of people are afraid. I, I, and I'm just going to tell you, because, you know, I just spell a lot of this myself, but, but I love having other people just spell it as well. And, and yes, I know. Lots you're of people do know this information. <laughs> but there's always somebody new that needs to understand that right. this is a huge, huge opportunity ahead. Right. And what and, and that is is because it's given us the opportunity to raise our vibration. It's the opportunity for spiritual growth when we can uh, we have extraordinary opportunities for ascension and enlightenment in this lifetime. Okay, so just so that we're talking on the same page, I want to make sure that the listeners understand Diana. Because my interpretation of spiritual growth is loving thyself and honoring thyself as part of the spirit world. And, and by doing that, we, we unconsciously or we consciously then love others. Um, that's part of it. It's a small part of it. Um, the, the, there are seven veils of illusion across the third eye just talking about enlightenment now because the unicorns are helping to dissolve these veils so that there are huge possibilities for people to become fully enlightened in this lifetime if you work with the unicorn energy. And they do say that if you look at one of their unicorn orbs with your heart open, then they will remove the next veil of illusion and they will stay with you until all the veils are removed and you have full enlightenment. So the seventh, the first okay, wow, one wow, to be wow, removed wow. is okay, about was... when your soul awakens and you take responsibility for your journey and recognize that you're totally responsible for your life and your journey on earth. And many people haven't even got that far. They're still victims blaming others as soon as you let that go and you know you're a master of your life then the unicorns will remove that seventh veil and so the mastery, next one 
Hello? Mastering your life. Mastering your life, Diana, is taking full responsibility that you you have the power to choose your actions. That's right. Okay. You have the power to choose everything or co-create everything. Mm-hmm. The next veil dissolves when you accept, you believe in, and you trust the spirit world. And that's really important because a lot of people are still not totally aware of the spirit world. As soon as you step into that understanding and trust them, then the next veil is removed. And the one after that dissolves when you hold unconditional love in your heart center for everyone. So Mm -hmm. that's the fifth veil, which the one you're talking about. After that, there is still another three to be released while you're in a body. And and the last one, the first one, is released after you pass over. And all of this is on my website, which is www.dianacooper.com. And if people would like to go onto my website and sign up for my newsletter, I send out all the latest information about what's going on and how we can help ourselves to move forward. Wonderful. So it's dianacooper.com. Dot com. Yes, okay. www.dianacooper.com. And, and, and your, your newsletter is free? Oh, yes, absolutely. People just sign in and I send it out every month usually, never more than once a month, sometimes slightly less. And uh, then it goes out with all sorts of information in it. So I want to ask you a question, Diana, because, you know, I know how, how my spirit guides work with me, and I know that they're always lovingly giving me assignments to work on, which which I love and I respect. Uh, I just wondered, how do your spirit guides work with you? I mean, you talked about Mother Mary, but you have other spirit guides that are working directly with you as well. Yes. My main spirit guide is called Kimika. And he is, he's from another universe and he has come to earth now to help with the enlightenment of earth and also to help with deep cleansing. He's the master of the eighth ray and I've been working with him now for about ooh, over 10 years and he's a, amazing. And he's the master of what? He's the master of the eighth ray. Oh, the eight You're aware rays. of okay. the 12 rays coming into the planet. Right. And for a long time, there were only seven that we were able to access. And then around 2001, the um, source allowed them to filter in gradually. And last year, there was an additional ray, the silver ray, sent to Earth. And that has merged with every master, every archangel, every ray. And so it's bringing in the Divine Feminine for 2012. Mm -hmm. So, you know, the Dalai Lama was here, Diana, in Seattle, Washington here uh, just two summers ago. And one of the things that the Dalai Lama said, and he spoke in front of thousands of people, was that this is the time of the goddess. And that the goddess is here. But he's absolutely right. This is the time when the Divine Feminine comes in and everybody is 
is opening up to receive it. And this is also why the moon is so powerful, because we are now starting to download extra energy from the moon, which is divine feminine energy. And in 2012, the energy that the moon sends us will be just pure divine feminine energy radiating in for people to pick up. Wow. That's, that's so exciting, don't you think? <laughs> oh, it's awesome what's going on now. I mean, we're, I, I, we're seeing the start of so it. Much, we're, yeah. we're seeing the financial markets, the economic systems all breaking down because the vibration that they are operating on is not in alignment with the new energy coming in. It's not in alignment? With the new energy, so it's breaking down. Meaning that, that, that the, the enlightenment is, is, is catching on, it's taking off, it's, it's vibrating. Absolutely. So um, big businesses who are not operating to the new energy, to the new paradigm of cooperation and fairness and integrity, they are also getting into difficulties and unless they change will collapse. Yeah, they're breaking down. We're watching it big time. Yeah. And, I don't and know what it's like in the people UK, whose but... jobs, who are not doing jobs that are right for their soul, they're being made redundant and, lo- and losing their jobs. And they have to get attract in the job that makes their soul sing. And that's when they will find their perfect job. Yeah, I would agree with you. I mean, there are people mm, losing no their jobs. It's no use being focused just on money anymore. We have to focus on spiritual growth and the qualities of our soul. And I know it's easy to say this, and it's very difficult if you are in a financially difficult position or you've lost your job. But if you focus on awakening your soul, that's when things will change. I agree. I agree with you. I think that, that as as enlightenment spreads, I mean, uh, and, and I think, I don't know if you know who Greg Braden is, but I heard him talk about this as well, is that we will, we will automatically bring others with us um, through the enlightened stage. Well, he's so absolutely right. With both ascension and enlightenment, it's not an individual effort as with ascension, it's a team effort. So everybody that's raising their frequency is doing it in conjunction with all those around them. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have to have those together. qualities of cooperation and collaboration. They are part of it. Yeah, I would agree. What? Uh, it's no use thinking we're doing anything alone. No. So, so as a teacher, Diana, you know, obviously you're, you're, you're very wide, widely versed and, you know, I've been on a spiritual path myself for, for 20 years and, and, uh, I, I don't think there's ever a day that goes by that I don't get taught something and I don't teach somebody else something. That's um, right. You know, and, and, and I work as a healer kind of teacher and kind of, you know, mixed, but, um, what is it that, that motivates you to be 
because I will tell you, if, if you started 25 years ago and I started 20 years ago, this was a fairly new common, you know, household discussion. Everybody thought it was just woo-woo and it was just a fad and it wasn't here to last. What would you say that, you know, has been your greatest joy in overcoming some of those obstacles? Well, I think it's just sharing my experiences. And as I share my experiences, other people then have a choice of saying, oh, wow, I want to do some of that too. And it it becomes contagious. (laughs) And it does. You know, I I was on the radio recently, I'm always on the radio for something, and um, the presenter said to me, you know, I interviewed you about 12 or 13 years ago. And he said, everybody laughed at your ideas then. And now (laughs) there's an angel shop in every town in the country. Wow. And I thought, you know, that is a wonderful way of measuring just how far we've come. Yeah. But I love also to tell people things that can help them with their lives. Right. For example, last week I was abroad teaching in Ireland when my baby granddaughter was born. And uh, as I was, te- I had a text to say she'd arrived. And as I was teaching that afternoon, I noticed that my guardian angel wasn't by my side. And no sooner had I noticed than it came whooshing back to stand beside me. And I said, well, where have you been? And she said, I've been taking your love to the baby. Wow. I know, isn't that lovely? And so they do so many things to help us all the time without us having any idea of it. Now, we get sent hundreds and hundreds of orb pictures because we offer a service where we tell people what they are. And Mm -hmm. um, we see orbs going to waterfalls, for example, to gather the energy, the prana, and take it back to the person that they're working with. We see angels doing all sorts of things to help us. And the angel of animals, we often see him around animals, especially if there's an animal who's sick or an animal who is about to pass over and needs extra help. We see orbs coming to help people who are lonely or lost and just need a little bit of extra boost, and they'll be surrounded by orbs. And we also notice how if somebody feels uncomfortable, then their guardian angel orb will be very close to them and um, will be helping them. But if they're quite comfortable, happy, and relaxed, their orb will be on the wall some distance away just witnessing, watching, holding the energy for them. Wow. And what I love is we have lots of pictures of guardian angel orbs just talking into somebody's ear, right over their ear. Excuse me. Yeah, I'm seeing orbs everywhere, Diana. I got, you know, pictures of people, and I'm and, and I agree with you. I believe that they're here assisting us, and one of the things that I've noticed in looking at the photographs of the pictures is that you can actually see faces in them. Yes. The faces are, as you know, 
the spirits of loved ones coming to visit. And so if you have any celebration, family party, wedding, or something like that, there are always hundreds and hundreds of orbs in them, and they've all got those little black dots in the middle, which signifies that they're carrying a spirit. Oh. And sometimes, as you say, you can see the face. Absolutely. Oh, People a- have said to me, oh, it's got the face of my grandfather or my son in it. <laughs> And they yeah, feel such a sense of comfort and, and proof that they're actually there with them. Yeah. I think that's fantastic. Now, to me, that's just exciting. And, yeah, and, it's and so exciting. Get because they feel the warmth of it. Yeah. Oh, and you can. They can send the love through the picture to the person. I mean, one lady, her son had died, and she was feeling very unhappy. It was his birthday. And so she asked for some proof that he was all right. And later that evening, she took out her camera and took some pictures. And on her curtain, three angels of love had formed themselves into a heart, and her son was in the middle of the heart. Oh. I know. It's just gorgeous. What, what, what a wonderful gift. Absolutely. And they're just showing us so much. And what I love is that the angels still give you the energy from the picture. And there are some magnificent ones in Ascension Through Orbs. And one, for example, is of Archangel Michael. And it's Mm -hmm. Michael's deepest blue energy. And then it's all around a pure, pure white energy. And we were told that that was source itself. And so you can access Archangel Michael's energy just by looking at that orb. And looking at it, it will give you protection and it will give you strength. And you've only got to visualize yourself within it and you have got that color of his energy and his light all around you. I agree with you. And I think that's a great thing, Diana, to share with our listeners because sometimes I think people get confused that they, they haven't earned the right to talk to spirit or call them in. That's right. And they're waiting for us to talk to them. They're waiting yeah. for us to invoke them for their help. But what I love about the Archangel Michael orb is that not only will he give you strength and courage, but as you start to wear his energy and call it in a lot, then you become one with him and you go out and you give other people strength and courage. You carry his sword of truth. You help others too. Yeah, I've done some work with Archangel Michael, but the last 15 years, for some reason, I have been working with Archangel Raphael and uh, he showed up. And, and I had never heard of him. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, Raphael, as you know, is in charge of the third eye. And yeah. he's also working with the enlightenment of the planet. He works with he, healing. He's also the and abundance. discernment and judgment. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I knew somebody who was in hospital desperately, desperately ill. And I sat down one night to light a candle and just send her healing. And suddenly this flash of Emerald, the brightest I have ever seen, just passed through me like lightning. 
And I was told that that was Archangel Raphael using the opportunity when I was focused on this woman to send wow. his energy through me. And it was the most beautiful emerald I've seen. And I have captured orbs. There's one again in Ascension Through Orbs, a beautiful emerald orb. And it's, it is Archangel Raphael himself with one of the Lords of Karma. And when you look at that orb, the Lord of Karma brings forward anything, any karma you haven't completed, and Raphael heals it. So it accelerates your ascension. What does the Lord of Karma look like? <laughs> I haven't well, seen him enough. enough in I've the seen orb. the angel of death a few times. <laughs> Sorry? What does, what does the Lord of Karma look like? Well, in the orb, he looks yellow. So you've got Raphael with his emerald, and then you've got the yellow of the Lord of Karma, and, the, and that's the energy frequency he's working on. Because, of course, wow. there are a number of Lords of Karma, but they are very, very advanced beings, very high-frequency, fast-frequency beings. Yeah, they're very advanced. Even in, in the form of communication with them is is not like any conversation I have with a human being. No, that's right. The energy becomes much, much slower as they yeah. try to get through to us. It's more, more difficult yeah. for them. It's, it's because you know, they come you know, from Diana, the place. It's one one of the things that Raphael told me is there are certain things that make it more difficult. Um, but we can also clear that energy and help them? Yes, the more we purify ourselves and the more we have clarity, the more easy it is for the angels to work with us and through us. And, of course, the more we call on the angels, the more angels surround us at all times. Mm -hmm. So just on the very simple levels, if you see an ambulance and you, I, I can't see an ambulance without calling on the angels of healing and asking them to go to whoever's in need and surround them and help them. And the fact that I always do that means that there are always angels surrounding me who are prepared to do that. Or if I see on television that there's a horrible situation, I will ask the angels to go there and bring peace or healing or love or whatever is needed in that place. So the angels then come to me because they know that I'm going to use them and ask them to do that work. They well, can't Diana, interfere let me, let me unless you, a let human me ask asks them to go to a place. Let, let me ask you a question. Do you, do you communicate with other people's angels for them as well? I don't specifically think about doing that, but I would certainly ask my angel to talk to their angel. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people could be helped just by understanding that if they have got, <clears throat> excuse me, for example, a problem at work, they can ask their angel to talk to their boss's angel, and then things shift. I remember right. once, At a workshop, I was doing this exercise with people and asking their angel to talk to somebody else's angel. And one person, she talked to her boss, 
because she'd felt very, very put upon for years. And within a few days, her boss called her in with a big smile on his face and said, I've, excuse me, I've decided you've got too much to do. I'm giving you an assistant and a bigger office. And he said, I just had the idea over the weekend. She knew that it was because she talked to his angel. Yeah. And another woman told me that when she asked her angel to talk to her stepchildren, their attitudes changed completely. Up to then, they wouldn't have anything to do with her. They were rude and difficult. And then they suddenly seemed to see her point of view and that she genuinely wanted the best for them and that she didn't want to usurp their mother's place. And when they got it, they shifted. And that happened within a week of her asking her angel to talk to their angels. Well, I think that's fantastic. I totally agree with this because I'm a messenger and I talk to spirit and I've done it all my life. And, and, and Diane, I have to laugh because people ask me all the time, how do you do this, Don? How do you know this stuff? And, and I always say, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just, well, that's right. And the more and you know, I, the more the angels come in and give you information. I mean, yeah, they, they just give me the information. And, it's, right. it, and I will tell you, Diana, it's always the exact information for the person in that moment for their healing. It's not random information. It's not futuristic information. It's here, now, and present information. Absolutely. So I, I totally agree. I find myself always trying to bring people back to now. We can't change the past, but we certainly need to honor it because that's our wisdom. But we also, why live tomorrow when we're still fully alive today? Well, you know, we can't change the past, but what we have in our minds is a series of pictures, and those pictures are based on our feelings at that time. And when right. we change the feelings, we change the pictures. So in a yeah. sense, we, we can heal and change the past because we perceive it totally differently. We well, look correct. at it from a higher frequency with angelic eyes instead yeah. of from the emotion that we were in at that time. And the angels can help us to do that too. I think it's terrific that you've reminded the listeners that they can call on their angels uh, because, Diana, I think a lot of people just don't feel worthy, which it's hard for me to even say that without breaking my heart a little bit. But there's mm. a lot of people, and I find myself helping people on this all the time. Our angels love us unconditionally. In fact, they think we're perfect. <laughs> I think it's so helpful for children. I remember one of my teachers, because I run a, a school to train people, and um, one of my teachers is a primary school teacher. And there was this little boy who was having so many problems and he didn't really feel worthy. And the teacher said to him, you know, your guardian angel loves you. It doesn't matter if you can't do your maths. Your guardian angel only sees the best in you and loves you. 
And he looked at her, and his little face broke into a beaming smile. And he says, really? My guardian angel really loves me. (laughs) And she said, he loves you exactly as you are all the time. And you know, she said, it changed that little boy's life. After that, he was always talking about his angel and making his own connection and looking happy. Well, children have full memory until, what, the age of seven or eight? Many of them do, yes. Yep. Until we start to close down their right brain and cram them with left brain information, yes. Well, it's also when the soft spot on the top of our head, Diana, closes finally, usually between yes. the age of seven and eight, and we're cut off, so we have to work off of faith and belief then. And, yes, mankind does does their own, you know, damage in between, but it can be healed, <laughs> as we know. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then we need to start opening the transcendent chakras above the head, the Atlantean chakras, so that we can reach up for our own connection with source. And and is, are you going to be writing about that next, Diana? No, no, that's already in various books, including Ascension <laughs> Through Orbs. In that book, there's a picture of the orb of the archangel in charge of each of the 12 chakras. And um, yes. you can look at them and start to bring in and fine-tune your own 12 chakras. It's so amazing I have all... what the angels are giving us now to help us. I would agree. So people can find you again, Diana. It's dianacooper.com. Yeah, www.dianacooper.com. And you can sign up for my free newsletter, which gives you lots of information. And I'm going to sign up for your month, free newsletter. I answer questions. I answer about 100 questions a month that people send in. And I put on new orbs every month. So there's all and lots and lots of information. So there's masses in there to find for your own journey. So do you have any plans to travel to the United States in the next uh, next year? Yes, I'm coming in probably in October. And so I say just keep an eye on my events column and see exactly what's happening. Where, where Do you know where you're going to be in the United States, Diana? Oh, I'm going to be talking at Agape. And um, I think there are some other things just being fixed up right now. Well, I would love to have you on my show. I have a, I have a talk show uh, on the Dr. Pat Network called It's a New Day. So I'm definitely going to sign up for your newsletter, because, and I'm also going to put you uh, on, on my email list to let other people, because I get a lot of people talking about orbs and angels and the connections, and I think you've just given us some fantastic information here today in the most loving way. Oh, thank you. That's really nice of you. I just hope it helps people. So the book that's out, you have, tell me again the four books that are out that, that people can actually purchase. Well, they can purchase a lot of them. They're published in the States. But um, this year there's New Light on Angels, there's The Wonder of Unicorns, and there's Enlightenment through orbs, where I give all the basic information of how you can tell your own orbs and what they are, and much, much more. And then there's ascension through orbs, which shows only ascension orbs, 
which is helping us to raise our frequency. So the orbs are actually assisting us with that. Yes, many of them are. You see, we tend to take mainly guardian angels and things like that, but we get sent magnificent orbs, and I've taken some myself of the higher beings, the archangels and beyond. And sometimes we, I have one or two in the book which are just awesome, of a whole lot of archangels all merged together, and you can see all their different colors in it, and they're each coming to bring something to you. Wow. Mm. I agree. But I just, I just think this is so well because I haven't had a, such a wonderful conversation with somebody who's so knowledgeable on this in a long time. I really want to thank you. I, I usually find myself, you know, explaining all of this, and here I get to sit and listen to it, and I, I feel like I met a soul sister. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. Thank you very much. No, I've really enjoyed talking to you, too. I'm, I'm sorry that you didn't get Dr. Pat herself. She had a, a, a funeral, um, a death in the family, so we're going to send well, some love and, and uh, her way. Uh, but yeah. I, I've really enjoyed speaking with you tonight. And, again, it's dianacooper.com. She's got several books out. You can go to her website. They can sign up on your email. And uh, what else can they do, Diana? <laughs> well, they can look at the website and they can find out masses of information, yes. And you can buy the books in the States. They are published by Findhorn Press. Wonderful. Well, so what loving words would you like to leave us with? Because we're, we're almost out of time. We've got just a couple of minutes. And, uh, well, I'd like to leave you with, voice. before you go to sleep tonight, ask your angels and unicorns to connect with you and help you while you're asleep to raise your frequency. Wonderful. They will open your hearts with love. They will sing over you if you ask them to while you're asleep. Okay. So everybody okay. tonight. You have Thank you very much. It doesn't indeed. cost anything. <laughs> nope. It doesn't cost anything at all. It nope. just gives you such a wonderful feeling. And you'll be amazed at, at if, if anybody is paying attention, you know, you'll be amazed at how much energy you will wake up with in the morning. Yeah, that's true. Truly a blessing. Well, thank you again, Diana. And it's dianacooper.com. And, um, you know, I, I think I, I was the winner here. You know, I'm, I, I send my love and blessings to Dr. Pat. Uh, but, boy, I got to have a really good time. I thank you so much with all my heart. Thank you. And I look forward to, to uh, going to your website, which I will be doing here very soon. And I will also get in contact with you because I'd love to have you on my show when you come into the States in October. It would be wonderful. Thank you. And God bless you for the work that you're doing. Well, thank you, too.